Welcome everybody to the first ever Beyond the Radar podcast. Before we get started, we just want to thank everyone who hit the subscribe button, watch the intro video, and follow us on our socials. If you haven't subscribed, please do it now, and please consider hitting the like button as well. Uh, before we get started, we just want to wish a happy Mother's Day to our mom and all, uh, all the other moms around the world. Uh, we just hope you had an amazing Mother's Day. And without further ado, let's get started. Uh, we're going to start off with the NBA. We'll start off with the Sixers series. Game 7 was today, man. Um, Jason Tatum, 51 points, set the record of all uh, from Game 7, just to pass Steph Curry, I believe, from the Kings series, literally not too long ago. Yeah. What did you think of that Jason Tatum performance? It's just absolutely incredible, man. When his team needed him most in Game 6 as well, when he shot 1 of 14 for the first three quarters and just showed up in the fourth quarter, it was just insane, like a never-say-die attitude. Someone who trusts in his craft, believes in himself, and then to put that in the Game 7 performance with 51 points. I would say the biggest loser here is Steph because he got eliminated and his record got broken in two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the, my, my biggest focus at first was just to see um, how Jason Tatum was going to start this game because, like you said, the Game 6 performance was dreadful in the first, you know, I think three quarters. Yeah. Um, obviously, we ha I haven't had the chance to watch all the series just coming back from work, so I missed the beginning at times, but based on what I've been seeing, seeing the highlights, um, it, was, it was really good uh, just to see him um take take the mantle show why he's a superstar in the making in this league but um credit to that defense though um the celtics defense uh held Embiid down al horford uh next to mark gasol i think al horford is the best one-on-one -on -one defense on Embiid. i think he shot like five or something yeah it was not great at all and also james harden didn't show up. Tyrese Maxey also struggled. It's just as simple as this. The Celtics players showed up at Game 7 and the Philadelphia 76ers didn't. And yeah, the Celtics main duo of Brown and Tatum were good. Harden and Embiid were trash. Um, yeah, hard, the games that the Celtics did lose, Harden went vintage mode in Game 1. That was If the Celtics had lost the series, for sure, um, it, this would have been definitely on that game one performance because Embiid was injured. But one thing before we continue on about, let's just close out on the Sixers a little bit. Embiid, um, MVP, deserved, deservedly so. People make fun of, obviously, injuries um, of people missing time. Obviously, I'm representing AD here. He's one of those. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. But Embiid, I think for the last few years, has not been healthy at times during the playoffs. Obviously, he got injured at the end of the Nets series and then missed game one. But Harden saved him there. What do you think of the injuries with Embiid? I personally, before you continue, sorry, I believe he's in a loan manage next year. He, he got his MVP. I thought he was going after that MVP award too much. He got, <clears throat> sorry, he got it. And I feel like he's uh, definitely going to loan manage a bit next year. I mean, for his health, he should, but I don't want to see that. But as simple as this, man, Joel Embiid hasn't showed up in the playoffs. It's as simple as that. He has won his MVP, yes. That's great, but now it's time for him to focus in the playoffs, focus in the game. I feel like he talks too much, but he hasn't shown anything in the playoffs. Never got past the second round. That's pretty like that's not pretty good. And um, like uh, I forgot how to speak there for a bit, but like yeah, that's not good at all. Like you gotta be able to get past the second round. If you're getting compared to Jokic and Jokic has made his second conference finals, one in the bubble, and now this year, and uh, it's just clear that. For me, Jokic is the better center right now, and Embiid has to show up in the playoffs. doesn't matter if it's an injury, and he didn't have a good performance today. So it's not performance, it's both injury and performance. Um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get into Jokic a little bit later when we cover the, 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 the series against the Suns. But another thing, the rumors are Harden wants to go back to the Rockets. 
Um, not sure how true it is. This is based on reporting that we've seen on, on social media. We're not reporting anything that's true or not. But you think Harden resigns. I think he is a free agent. I'm not sure if there's a player option on that. But um, I guess my first question to you is Harden. Do you think he leaves? Do you think he comes back? Number two, with how we're going to get into it later with the coaches being fired, you see the short leashes, for, you know, Nick Nurse, Mike, well, Monty Williams, Mike Budenholzer. Does Doc Rivers get fired or he steps down? I mean, based on recent evidence, Doc Rivers should get fired. And I still think he should get fired in general. I don't care like if it, any of the coaches got fired, like Monty Williams who got fired pretty quick, in our opinion. But like Doc Rivers was there for a little bit, never got past the second round. Nothing really to show for what he's done in his coaching tenure in the Philadelphia 76ers. He is a good coach. He has won his championship with the Celtics, but like now, even with the Clippers, he multiple three-one leads blown. Multiple three-one leads blown. Last year, almost blew a three-zero lead to the Raptors, but he didn't. But like, got stomped by the Heat this year. Honestly, this was his best chance because there was no Milwaukee, obviously. And then I felt like the winner. They would probably, in my opinion, made at least a close game against Miami for sure, which we'll get into later. Yeah, as well. but like I felt like the winner of this series would go to the finals Exa- and to, sorry to cut you off three two up they took that they took that game in boston yeah. as well. yeah, yeah. So and also yeah could have cho- closed it out at home choking at home in game six is not a good look for doc rivers at all and the philadelphia 76ers to, so to be fair to him i feel like a little disagreement i i don't think it's on him obviously we know coaches are easy to replace than players harden is a free agent we don't know what's gonna happen um I, I put the blame a little bit on Harden. Harden showed that he was he had the capabilities, even with Embiid, to go vintage as he did in Houston. Didn't show up when it mattered the most. But you know, we'll close it out there for the Celt- uh, the Sixers. Let's talk. Let's praise the Celtics a bit, as much as I hate to say that. Um, that defense. Um, you you lose Ime Odoka to that uh, you know alleged scandal of what happened earlier in the year. Um, Al Horford, we mentioned as we mentioned earlier, I think next to Marcus All, and I think this is even more impressive with, as he got older with age, and Embiid is playing at an MVP performance. Whereas, you know, obviously with the Raptors, Marcus All was he wasn't as engaged. Uh, sorry, Embiid wasn't as engaged as he was is now. Yeah. Um, that defense though, how quickly they bought into a young coach in Joe Mazzula. Were you a little surprised how s- fast the Celtics started the year, kept going and. You know, you you have a defense led by Marcus Smart. You also have Jalen Brown, who's really good, and you would know that from the bubble with Pascal Siakam being locked up. Um, Jason Tatum, I think he's one of the best young guys. I'm, uh, we'll get into it. I'll ask you a question later. But obviously, he's shown out. How impressed were you with the Celtics this year? With all those teams? This is very impressive. Like, I feel like they weren't too much at a disadvantage when Emi Odoka was let go because Joe Mazzula was brought in from within. So the system was you know, you could say it's kind of similar or like at the end of the day, he already had the relationships with the players, right? And that's very important as establishing as new coaches and it's easier to establish when you're already within the organization. Um, yeah, it's impressive. Congrats to Joe Mazzula. Congrats to the Celtics as much as I hate to say it. But I mean, at the end of the day, he has a player's bought in and you know, you could tell that on the defensive side because like they're just very disruptive. Even when they're up by like 20 points, there was Marcus Smart just going for a chase down blocks. They're hustling back on defense uh, when the turnovers or when Houston was in the trans uh, not Houston, the 76ers were in transition. So, uh, I mean, the effort was there all in, all out from minute one all the way to minute 48 at the end of the game. And it doesn't matter if they were up 20 or if they were down. They just played defense, 
all game and that was just that's just impressive in itself before we close the series out just want to go back to the sixers what should they do um if harden stays do you think doc goes do you think doc goes no matter what um if harden leaves do they target a guy like damian lillard um personally tobias harris is at a max contract and he has not played like a max contract that's me we have the classic line of jamie saying tobias over me because that's what they had prioritized so do you think the Celtics fire their coach? Do you think they stay put? Do not you think Celtics, if Harden, Sixers. Sorry, Sixers. Sixers, thanks for correcting. Um, do you think they're going to replace Harden easily? Kyrie's on the market. Do you think Kyrie joins there? I don't know if that's the case. Um, yeah, do you think Celtics fire Doc? Do re- who do you think they replace? Monty's on the uh, ra- radar. Uh, Nick Nurse, your, your boy, yeah, uh, on boy. the radar there as well. Mike Budenholzer. What do you think ends up being with the, Celt- uh, with the Sixers? Sorry. The 76ers should fire Doc Rivers no matter what the hell happens, in my opinion. All right? He hasn't gotten past the second round. It's simple. The results aren't there in Philly. It's as simple and as to that. Be, to be fair, All right? yep, the short leash as well. So. And the short leash, it doesn't even matter. I think he had a longer tenure. In my, did he? Or I'm not, am I, I wrong? I think he came after the bubble. Did he come after the I'm bubble? Not, yeah, because uh, he was still with the Clippers and he got a job immediately. But like, that, with that Harden trade that happened, was the last year, right, I believe? Yes, yeah. he came mid-season last, last year. Last year, right? Last year's deadline with a great deadline. And I still think Sixers won I, that trade. I, I would give him one more year. That's, I would That's me personally. No. I give him one more year. But based on the recent history of all the coaches being fired, I, I don't know if that happens. Um, but, you know, that's the Sixers. Congrats to the Celtics. Just um, one more point quickly. Yep. With coaches like Monty Williams and Nick Nurse on the market who have both made the NBA Finals, Nick yep. Nurse winning the NBA title, right? With Doc Rivers' recent... The like unsuccessful tenures in the Clippers and in the 76ers, I think they should fire him, get a better coach, which I believe is Monty Williams or Nick Nurse, in my opinion. I believe both of them coaches will have the Sixers locked in. The only issue is if, like, the retool, they, they don't need to rebuild. If Harden leaves, they gotta. Does Embiid want out if Harden leaves? No, he doesn't want out. Okay. Right? If Harden leaves, they're gonna have to like think, okay, how do I replace Harden? Without getting young, which is Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, right? How do I bring in another superstar to play with Embiid if Harden does leave? Okay, last point. If they fire Doc, who do you think? Who do you want them to? Uh, sorry, who do you want them to be the coach? Have them hiring as their next coach? Ah, uh, is it just for my for my rap, straight up for my Raptor bias? I want Monty Williams, so I don't want him to <laughs> hire. I don't want him to hire Monty Williams, but like. I think I think both will be good. I even think uh, Budenholzer will be good. I think I, I disagree slightly. Budenholzer, we'll get actually we'll get into the Bucks series in a bit later. Budenholzer has its own ceiling. I um I don't think he he's more of a regular season guy in my opinion. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. He's a guy you wouldn't want to propel a team like a young team to the playoffs and then see what happens from there. But. Anything else before you go to the next one? Yeah, to see I would, what the Celtics are playing. I would rank. I would rank Monty Williams as one, Nick Nurse as two, and then anyone after. Okay. Let's move on to the Heat and Knicks. Um, obviously, Heat ended up winning this game in six, four two. Um, we'll start off with the Heat. Uh, we'll start off with the Knicks. Disappointed. Very very disappointing. Heat finished eight seed. Obviously, lost the play in seven seed to eight seed. Um, yeah. Jimmy Butler got hurt game one. Now, I was very surprised they beat the Cavs in five. I I picked I did pick the Cavs. We'll go back to that. Yeah, same later. here. I picked. I the did Cavs pick too. the Cavs, 
but I didn't think it was gonna, even if the Cavs did lose, I didn't think it was going to be in five. That that was for sure. That too. And I'll, I also picked the Cavs pretty easily. I thought like the yeah. Cavs were just going to like yeah. steamroll the Knicks. Um, but. We'll, we'll get back to that in a bit. They had a chance to win the conference finals. Now, were they going to beat the Sixers or the Celtics? Obviously, ultimately the Celtics. No, I didn't think that. They yeah. would have been that Portland team that um, the year that you guys made the finals and yeah, won. Yeah, in 2019. Uh, that got swept by Golden State in the conference finals. I thought that was their ceiling this year. Uh, disappointed in Julius Randle. Obviously, I know he was injured. Um, Jalen Brunson had his ups and downs. But, you know, credit Miami there. Spolster is probably the best coach in the NBA right now. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, especially what he's done at, with this eight seed. For how I've long? Just, I was just disappointed game. in game one, for sure, because Jimmy got hurt. He was literally a decoy in the corner for no reason. You literally <laughs> just could have left him blank. He's just practicing foul shots like Liz. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then even, even game two, they won. Right, no Jimmy on the court. How was that game close? When Julius Randle came back, yeah, right. I think they had like Julius Randle performed well in that game. I believe. Oh, like me, he per- I'll double check. Or like admirably well. Like I think Jalen Brunson started off slow, like Tatum did. Yeah, yeah, like in Game Six, and then he heated up. But I'll quickly check that. The just one point for the Knicks, I would say right now, other than Jalen Brunson, in my opinion. Everyone should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, that was- RJ, as a fellow Canadian, I'm rooting for you, brother. But uh, you've been so inconsistent. We we need that consistency there. Yeah, and then Julius Randle honestly hasn't been a playoff performer. The first Knicks series that were a couple of seasons ago got eliminated by uh, Trey Young, Atlanta Hawks. And then this time, it, if it wasn't for Jalen Brunson... Yeah, we, uh, sorry, cut it off. Randle was 8 for 18, but he still dropped 25 and 12. Brunson dropped 30. RJ had a good game, 20, 24 points. So, so it's kind of, I don't know if it's the defensive end. Um, sorry, finish your thought before I have to, uh, yeah. before I have some thoughts on Thibs a little bit. Yeah, so then I would, if it wasn't for Jalen Brunson, I don't even think they make the playoffs, in my opinion. Well, but, Julius Randle, to be fair, was a, he's an all-NBA all NBA team. He deserves a lot of love, all-star. In the playoffs, yeah. Um, I coached that, but, and we'll get into the coaching firings later with Nick Nurse. I have similar thoughts there. He's the type of guy to just run his top guys to the ground, even if in garbage time minutes, from what I hear. Um, obviously, I watch the pro- podcast of The Wire a lot. There's an ex-fan on there named Pierre, yeah. Pee Wee the Plug, and he's frustrated with that as well, and I agree that you run them to the ground, there's no surprise that Julius Randle did get hurt. There's no surprise that when it matters most, uh, when games got tight, he got tired and started chucking up shots. I feel like you definitely had obviously quickly struggled from what I from what I know. Again, I haven't watched the series to its entirety. You may have watched maybe the beginning of it, but I think Thibodeau has to, to trust his coach. And this is on to be honest, the Knicks know what they have in Thibodeau because he has done this in the, his previous ten years in the Bulls and the Timberwolves. Problem is, you have a guy like Evan Fournier saying, like, what's the point of me keeping on his exit interview? What's the point of keep me staying here if I'm not going to play? You have capable three-point shooting and Evan Fournier on the bench, right? You had Cam Reddish. You'd never give him a proper opportunity to play. Obviously, you ultimately shipped him for Josh Hart, who was probably next to Jalen Brunson, probably the best player on that team consistently. But yeah. obviously not by point production, but dudes like... Obviously, I've seen him on the Lakers. Dude could pick up rebounds insanely like dude plays hard Mitchell Robinson struggled this I believe a little bit in terms of his rebounding compared to the the Cavs series but now obviously I'm not trying to like say that's the case again I didn't watch these games to the extent but from what I've been hearing around uh the the clips that I've seen 
yeah, uh, I think Thibodeau definitely needs to start trusting his coach more. I don't know what the case is. But that being you said... You mean players, by the way. You mean players. Sorry, yeah, the players. <laughs> um, do you, the Knicks have cap space, from what I know. I don't think Julius Randle's your best player on the championship team. No way. I don't think Jalen no. Brunson's your best player on the championship team. I think Jalen Brunson's that co-star. Yeah. He can be. He's shown it. He's shown it with Luka in the past. Um, definitely Dallas misses Jalen Brunson, of course, based on what you've seen here. I think Jalen Brunson was snubbed from all uh, from the All-Star eventually, in hindsight. Yeah, he but came in uh, as injured reserve, I believe. Did he? Or I don't even he? think he did. He didn't, right? I don't think he did. Oh, yeah, he um, didn't. I don't, I'm yeah. not, if I'm not mistaken, um, you can fact-check me on that. I'm not sure, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll just you can check it. your phone quickly. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling they, they will target a star. Again, Damian Lillard's out there. I don't know if Kyrie goes there after telling all that crap about the Knicks yeah. before joining Brooklyn. Do the trade. Because uh, they have the cap space. They have the young pieces, right? Obi Toppin, RJ Barrett to match the contracts. Emmanuel quickly. Um, do you think they go that route? Do you think they have short-term contracts? Jalen Brunson's locked up. I don't think Julius Randle is definitely the, the guy there. Uh, the guy there to, uh, you know, to carry him forward. Yeah, according to Google, uh, Jalen, from what I'm seeing right now, Jalen Brunson didn't get selected. Didn't? Didn't. Okay. Which is a mistake. You can correct us down below in the description. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, in the comments. Um, but yeah, uh, any more thoughts on the next? I think they're probably, they're buyers, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but they got to, you could keep Julius Randle, him and Jalen Brunson as your two and three can be good. But they had a chance this year to make the conference finals. Obviously, I don't think they would have beaten any of the, the teams in the other uh, series, but... Yeah, uh, before we move on to the Heat, anything on the Knicks? The dis- biggest disappointment for me was Julius Randle. Yeah, slightly. nothing else to say except Jalen Brunson, well done. You are a star in this league. And then everyone else, play better if you want to do better and have better results. <laughs> All right, Heat. This is everybody, uh, a lot of clips I've seen analysts on ESPN or whatever, TSN, even through the wire, I've listened to a little bit. We're saying they've written off the heat because they're old. They're, they didn't have the depth like they once did with P.J. Tucker, um, Jay Crowder in the past. Jimmy Butler, though, um, I, when before sorry we get to the Bucks series, when the Heat lost to the Hawks, I'm like, the biggest loser in this is going to be Milwaukee. Even if Giannis was healthy. I'm like, Milwaukee would have probably rolled past... Um, the Hawks, not to be fair to the Hawks, they did give Celtics a tough time. So obviously hindsight being that they may have not been the case. But I was like, the Heat are going to give the Bucks. Sorry, yeah, Heat are going to give the Bucks trouble. Um, I was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and looking back, yes, Giannis was injured. No doubt about it. Game two, obviously, the Bucks steamrolled them somehow. But one point is that Tyler Hero broke his hand. So he so, was out for the series as well. True. So that was their secondary score. Obviously... The thing with the Heat, um, obviously, outside of Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler propels his game massively to the playoffs. Massively. I'm not saying the guys like LeBron and them don't. Steph and them don't. But a big jump. Yeah. Or Jimmy Butler, the performances he put on in that Bucks series, I get home from work and I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, I'm missing like late NHL games that are getting to the wire because of Jimmy Butler's performance. And, you know... Credit to Jimmy for getting the Bucs series, but back to the Knicks. Dude had a hurt ankle, and they got it. He still put up Jimmy-type numbers, for sure. Like 20 points, you know, rebounds, hustle, defense. The one person that impressed me that I wanted to step up was Bam. 
and he did that defensively and even offensively yeah i agree i feel like bam is at his best when he's aggressive right exactly he cannot be passive right for miami heat to beat the celtics bam has to be aggressive on both ends of the floor another player that actually played well gave him hard minutes off the bench my boy kyle lowry <laughs> of absolute beast off the bench he's a winner i'll give you that he, he's definitely a winner he, he's at he's at championship he's pedigree. a winning player yeah and he just uh, he struggled during the year so that's why i, I understood why people were struggling yeah that's true that you aren't gonna win but i guess when it matters most he stepped up at least leadership wise for sure yeah yeah but like jimmy butler is like when you watch the regular season you're like yeah this guy's done he's finished and it comes to playoff time just turns up a new level and that's what you call a playoff performer and right? you gotta you gotta give credit to uh spolstra outcoached debito massively for sure um yeah there's nothing nothing more to say i think um yeah there's nothing more to say i would say let's start like let's start getting our predictions in for heat and celtics now let's see what's gonna we'll, happen we'll, we'll we'll preview that after oh, sorry, uh, let's do it right now let's go okay uh celtics uh, i'm gonna take Celtics in six the reason why is i just think that celtics defense them being cohesive they were in the finals last year i'm not saying the heat are not gonna give them trouble but i feel like that team with tatum and brown and Marcus Smart can funnel Jimmy Butler and make can Max Strus can Caleb Martin can a Gabe Vincent can a Kyle Lowry go off, and also the guy that stopped them beating Horford will probably be on Bam Adebayo. Rob Williams is also there, so Bam's not a shooter, three point shooter consistently, or from what I know, I don't think I've seen him shoot threes in many of them at least. Is he gonna be that aggressive? Um, I don't think so. I think Celtics, as much as I hate to say it, will reach the finals. Shout out to her cousin or relative who is a Celtics fan. You got that prediction out of me. But um, I think the Celtics get this in six. Um, that's, that will finish it out in Miami. I won't be surprised if it's in five. But I, I'm going to give Miami, Jimmy Butler that much love. Yeah. I think Jimmy has to be what he was with the Bucks um, in, order, in order to get past the series, especially if Tyler Hero remains out, which I believe he is. Broken hands. Supposed finals. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with Celtics in six here. All right. Yeah, that's a good prediction. The thing is this. I hate the Celtics too much that I don't want to pick them, and I will not pick them because yeah, I hate them too hate, much. I would say dislike. Huh? No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's a hate, bro. If he's in, if they're in the Raptors division, Sixers are in the Raptors division. They're both teams. They have hatred, like genuine hatred for them. All right. It's division. All right. You gotta hate them. <laughs> that's how it works. But I love me Jason Tatum, man. Yeah, I just can't get over it's his. It's funny. Game. It's funny that you say that because I'm rooting against the Celtics, obviously because I'm a Laker fan, and but I like the Celtics players a little bit more than I like the Sixers players. That I was rooting for the Sixers this series, but no, sorry, back to your prediction. Yeah. So then, um, Jason Tatum, he's just a complete scorer, man. He could finish at the rack, hit his mid range, catch and shoot from the three, create his own three, play defense, play defense. He just has a complete game and is showing the playoffs right now. He's just a straight-up superstar, and he can lead his team to the finals in back-to-back years, and I believe he will. But last year, Miami did force Game 7, so that's why I believe this year there's a little bit of a chip on the shoulder on Miami to they get one revenge. They did lose P.J. Tucker, though. Huh? They yeah, did they did lose P.J. Tucker. Tucker. They lost players, for they sure. They have Tyler Hero. But the way that Jimmy Butler's been performing, I think he's going to continue that and force Game 7, and this time the Celtics will still stay victorious. <laughs> I, I hate saying this. But the Celtics will be in the NBA Finals just because they just have 
just to have more players, honestly, because like he have Tyler Hero injured, they lost PJ Tucker, obviously, and then the Celtics obviously added Malcolm Brogdon from last year as well. Yeah, which so is that's, also that's key. why I'm going Celtics in six, even five, but I'm, I'm gonna give Jimmy the respect but, for six. Yeah, I'm going Celtics in seven. All right, so now we're going to quickly run over the East first-round team. So basically, I'm just going to say a team that got eliminated in the first round from the Eastern Conference, and we're just going to describe their postseason with one statement, one word, whatever you like. All right, let's start off with the Milwaukee Bucks. Like we were talking before in the Heat series, um, disappointing. Obviously, injuries injuries had played a factor, but I would still say disappointing because I still thought they had enough to... Uh, win that series because of the blown leads. All right, so straight up, one word: disappointment. And and if I want to go a little bit more harsh, it's honestly embarrassing. <laughs> All right, to blow those leads, yep. Yeah. Uh, second team will go with the Brooklyn Nets. Expected. Um, I thought they could have stolen one the way Mikael Bridges is playing. Just a quick shout out for Mikael Bridges. He stepped up as a number one, but I still don't think he's a number one to win the championship, but he can be that number two for sure. All right, just quick thing for me. Yeah, I agree with you, but I'm going to say they never had a chance. All right? Yeah. It's as simple as that. They never had a chance. All right, next up, the Atlanta Hawks. Surprised me. Um, I thought that was going to be like a 4-0, 4-1. I thought that was the most likely sweep. Um, Trey Young obviously stepped up a little bit with the two wins, but yeah, they surprised me. Um, exceeded my expectations. I agree with you, but I'm just going to say like, a, I won't say exceeding expectations because still got eliminated in the first round. Actually, yeah, true. I'm just going to say they met expectations. They did what they could have done. They were the worst team compared. The Celtics are the better team. And I honestly thought sweep two. I'm surprised they made it six. But yeah, shout out to them. And the last team is Cleveland Cavaliers. Disappointing. Very disappointing. I guess um very disappointed in uh donovan mitchell i thought he would have been that guy from the bubble or even after the bubble where he had big offensive games um obviously the rest of the team was their first time so they gained the experience so that team will definitely be back young team mobley garland so but disappointed more so in donovan mitchell for not outside of game one i believe if i'm not mistaken he didn't go off like we thought he would yeah um i had calves you know from the beginning i had calves like i was very high on them once they made that trade so yeah i'm a, i'm gonna say disappointment disappointment but it's not to the bucks level at all so this is like a disappointment with a just in lowercase letters i guess and where the bucks are just a straight up embarrassing all right, all right. let's go to the west let's start off with the what do you want to start off with? Go with the Kings. Kings. Man, great season. Mike Wood, Mike Brown, deserved coach of the year. Um, I did have him losing in seven. Um, just It reminded me of that Raptor year, the first time they finally made the playoffs in 14, I believe it was, that they would lose in seven. They were the better regular season team, but the Warriors experience would get to them. So ex- definitely exceeded my expectations. Hope they're back next year which I believe they should, the way D. Fox has been playing. Been high on him since his uh, days in Kentucky. So, yeah, uh, exceeded expectations way above and beyond, for sure. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I expected him to lose in the first round. Seven is obviously a good loss, but like the way they lost game seven wasn't. But, yeah, my phrase would be, pat yourselves on the back. You have nothing to be disappointed about just be back about. next year that's what right. matters yeah if you do this if you do this again next year but you got to be better next year right if you're worse next year then then you'll start getting you know a little bit criticized and then yeah things could go downhill from there but like if they could come back next year and potentially even 
make it to the second round, that's good on them. Good on them. Good on their fans for finally experiencing playoff basketball. Yeah, after. 16 years I had the yeah. record. All right, Jets, you're up. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, let's go Timberwolves. Uh, expected. Um, didn't understand that Rudy Gobert trade still to this date. Obviously, they choked. The, they should have probably beat the Lakers, and they would have avoided the Nuggets. But uh, even then, I expected um, uh, nothing. Nothing too crazy for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, expected. For me is yeah, I agree. It's a expected. It was. I won't say they never had a chance because like that's Brooklyn, but like they still had a chance. But the issue was that like they would have to be perfect for four games. And then they were only perfect for one because they lost four one eventually. Yeah. But the the disappointing factor comes to me is that Carl Anthony Towns had to be the best player in the series and he was far from that. Yeah. So that's what ruined their chances. We'll definitely talk about more so when the offseason comes with what's gonna happen with that front court duo. But let's just move on. Uh Clippers. Uh we'll definitely touch on the injury factors. Not maybe not today, in the future pods for sure, for future episodes. But Kawhi was killer game one and two like always but again I know we've had cousins disagree with a, a not even disagree sorry more so like just say trade him him and Paul George obviously people wanted to like you know clown Anthony Davis but the narrative is that um, Kawhi and PG have played less games ever since they've all joined their respective LA teams if they were healthy I think they would have been the Suns but um, obviously PG out from the beginning injuries was the main factor Kawhi torn meniscus i believe it was yeah i think which so. sucks for the guy his stature i thought he um but i don't know we'll definitely talk more so in the offseason about what should the clippers do with those guys is it one more year or not but um but yeah let's it's just injuries yeah for me, me. I'm s- shout out norm powell though stepped yeah. up a lot and when he was and russell westbrook yeah as much as i criticized him as a laker and it was not the right fit and i still believe it was not the right fit it was the right for him, fit for him to be as a clipper not a huge fan of his antics and stuff but he's shown with the wizards and the thunder after KD left that he could still play and he proved that with the clippers so yeah big up russell westbrook for sure yeah for, for me one word to describe this series especially the clippers they absolutely robbed us right we were supposed to have seven incredible games if especially how game one went right why and katie yeah Kawhi and katie just going back and forth PG and book yeah uh and then p well, of course pg was injured from the beginning but even without pg and if they still had quiet we still would have gotten seven incredible games and we just got absolutely robbed as fans and then yeah just shout out to russell westbrook man that he just turned back the clock yeah and then absolutely I think he had a out. horrible closeout game but it is what it is. You weren't going to get much expected. Yeah, once once quiet was done, yeah, no chance. Okay, let's go to the Grizz. So we have a couple of topics to talk about the Grizz. The we'll get into the Jaws things in a second. Obviously, they lost to the Lakers, but um, what disappointment? I mean, Jaw went down injured game one, injured hand, still went off in game three. Dylan Brooks, first problem. The thing with Dylan Brooks is talk, and the Grizzly in general have all the talk, don't back it up, and then they say that, oh, they're hated. Um, you wonder why. <laughs> Simple as that. You yeah. wonder why. Dylan Brooks talked, I'm going to poke the bear after game two, denied the media for the rest of the series. <laughs> uh, so, and obviously news came out, which we'll get into it more in the offseason, that he will not be coming back to the Memphis Grizzlies. But if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies, I would let him go because he wants a bigger role. I don't think he's that type of player to have a bigger role. I don't no. see him having a Mikel Bridges type of year after joining the when he joined the Nets. Definitely but not. Dylan Brooks, man. Um, 
uh, hope you realize that you're not that guy. But if you are, prove us wrong. But that's that's the thing for me. In terms of the series, Dylan Brooks, it was disappointing. I had Lakers in six, slight bias, but I had my reasoning. But in terms of the Grizzlies, I knew it was still going to be tough competition. Uh, Jaron Jackson, shout out, Depoy. Um, he did step up at certain times, but Ja was killer for a few a uh, few of those games. Uh, Des- Desmond Bain did decent, but Dylan Brooks, disappointing for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, you know what the Memphis Grizzlies are? They're like... You know how, like, if you're a pauper bunda, right, like, you say something and you're going to do it? The Memphis Grizzlies were the exact opposite, yeah. right? Like, Desmond Bain talked his shit about Rui Hachimura in game one. Hachimura was still great in, for the rest of the series. Uh, John Morant saying, we're fine in the West. Clearly you're not, right? Dylan Brooks, I don't respect anyone. LeBron's too old. <laughs> it drops a 20-20 the next game, and yeah. then he win by 40 in game yeah. six to close it out. And then he's like, yeah, I don't respect anyone unless they give me 40, and that's what he did, I believe, right? Yeah, essentially, if you want to say combined stats, no one dropped 40 points on him, respectively, yeah. but yeah. I mean, at the end of the day... Good Dylan, defensive player made all second defensive team. Congrats, but... No, no. At the end of the day, you were shit, man. You are <laughs> man. It's just simple as that, all right? You put yourself in a shitty situation. You put your team in a city, shitty situation. And, and then you wouldn't do the media yourself. And you want to do the media yourself, and then look what happened. You packed uh, your bags early. All right, let's move on. John Morant. This morning, news came in again. Already suspended eight games in the season of having a gun out. And this morning, another Instagram Live video came out. Granted, I don't know if this was a pre-recorded live that was just saved. It is a live video, so I'm assuming it was today. Mm-hmm. Reports are from ESPN, I believe, that it will be a long suspension. Memphis already has suspended him for those of you guys have, that have missed it. Ja, um, I know you have a slight rant, but I'll just quickly say my piece. That 2019 draft class, first off, is getting disappointing because Zion, injuries. generational player, injuries. injuries. Ja Morant, generational player, potential superstar, decides to be an idiot, an idiot essentially, with, when it comes to that stuff. RJ Barrett, Mr. Inconsistent. DeAndre Hunter, good role player, but not a star, right? Jared Culver, I think he's out of the league, if I'm not mistaken, or he might be. I haven't heard of him man. since he got in. And the only guy, I, when I looked at the draft class this morning, was Darius Garland, who started off slow, but has made his yeah. name. So shout out Darius Garland for right now being the best player in that class. Assuming, the only reason why I'm saying that is, we don't know if anybody else will be in the league uh, or a no, consistent player. No, no. It's simple as this. Assuming that Zion... Could it's healthy, yeah. But right. Ja, you ha- again, I'm not going to speak on behalf of what happens with the black community. What's it like in America? We're not going to get political. But from what I know, from what I hear, dude, you're in the NBA, right? People love live for this moment. Don't be an idiot. That's all I got to say to you. Um, you're a potential superstar. You showed it in the playoffs for a couple of games. Like you are the guy. You can be the guy. But you talk all that talk in the season, and then you do stuff like this to cost your team, which you agreed with at your, I think, your final presser. I don't know if it was your uh, exit interview or the game after game six, the presser after game six. And you go out and do it again if this is allegedly true. But, uh, I mean, shouldn't it be it true? Because, like, he got caught on Instagram Live. True, but... It is true. Yeah. He had a gum on Instagram Live. So, like, it is true what he did. I don't yeah. know. We can't assume what he did with the gun, obviously. Yeah. That's a different story. But he but had it shown. That he's, he, he's just, like, showing the gun. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's not a good look, first of all. Kind of reminds me of Sekundar, too, the one scene where he, like, took a picture with the gun. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, so, like, I'm just, this is my, like, this is, like, a message for Jaw from my heart, right? 
you know, like Jimmy Fallon, you know how he does thank you notes, right? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do for Ja. All right? Dear Ja Morant, what the hell are you thinking, man? Like, what is actually wrong with you? God gave you a second chance. You got suspended eight games, and all you did was go to therapy, get whatever you need to do, get right, come back, play a game, and you do the same stupid shit again. All right? You're an NBA player. You're the face of the goddamn franchise. All right? People dream of this moment. People work their ass off at this moment, and you're just throwing it away. It's as simple as that, man. Stop being an idiot. Serve your suspension. Get back. Get right. I feel like um, I saw an Instagram uh, reel like way back about Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, he, yeah, there was a case where he had a lot gone in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. So then he's so like, that's what they're comparing. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Jaws got to get right. And this image, like at that time, was like, he, Jaws not going to get rid of this image. It's going to take like three to five years just to get rid of the image. But now you did this, I don't, it's, it's your whole career now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as simple as that, like, I think in the video, Gilbert Arena said that, you know, just like, you know, just to try to get rid of your image, you might need to shave your head just to like, have a new persona. Yeah, no, I haven't right? seen that video. No, yeah. Um, so I'll no, take no, your word for it for sure. Yeah. Um, it was so, like, Jot, you're an idiot. Shit. All right. Simple. I guess moving on, troll transition from that series to my Lakers. Um, Lakers beat the uh, Warriors in six. This was a scary series for me, even when we were up 3 1. Um, I thought this was a 50 50 series. I obviously was biased and said Lakers in seven, not six, seven. I thought it was a seven gamer for sure. And I was confident because of the trades we made and how we, I think we were the best defensive team, if I'm not mistaken, since the trade deadline. We were, I think we had the best record since the trade deadline. That was the reason why I had the confidence. If this was the pre-deadline Lakers, we, barely, we wouldn't even have been in the spot, the Memphis Grizzlies, if we had Matt Rackley. No, you weren't, you weren't make the play-ins. Yeah, so even if we didn't make play-ins, we would have been out of the play-in. Uh, yeah, um, Anthony Davis, obviously, I know he had two bad games. There's always talks about him. I'm wearing his shirt right now just to rep. <laughs> Best defensive player in the league. My opinion, slight bias, sure. I think it's him or Giannis. The dude can, 26 blocks in the first round. And even when he was on the perimeter, he stopped Steph Curry in that one play uh, late in the game in game four. Even, yes, he struggled a little bit on the perimeter because of his size, but he still held his own. It just shows that how much of a presence he is, right? And... Yeah, I got, obviously he had stinkers. Don't get me wrong. Offensively, the inconsistency offensively hurts. But I believe he should not be traded. Uh, like how people were saying at the beginning of the year because of the injuries. Obviously, it's tough because injuries, we don't know. I understand the nickname Street Clothes. I understand the nickname Data Davis. But, uh, <laughs> but you cannot, but the guy with that defensive talent, Ian, you've seen the offensive firepower, the 30-20 game. For example, carrying the team in game one uh, against the Warriors, the way he went out, balling. I, I can't risk trading that because if he were to be traded for that KD package or whatever, Kawhi package, for like when he got traded to the Raptors or, you know, I don't think the Lakers would be in this spot. Yes, we could tr get a guy like Kyrie or whatever. Then we have to see how we fill the shoes of Anthony Davis, which is going to be very, very tough. So I'm proud of Anthony Davis in that sense, but please be more consistent offensively. Um, another shout out, Darvin Ham. Proved me wrong. Um, I, I, during the regular season, his lineup decisions. Again, we haven't played basketball at a competitive level, yeah. so I don't know how it works. Sometimes with the excellence and those, but from eye test alone, sometimes you look at the lineup. It's like, why do you keep playing this guy? Why do you keep playing this guy? He made the adjustments. Jared Vanderbilt got benched. 
and put Dennis Schroeder, bullshit ejection, but Dennis Schroeder was uh, in the game guarding Steph Curry. No one could guard Steph Curry, but he was the toughest matchup he, he could have possibly given him. Um, so I give him shout out for that and Rob Palenka. Obviously, all year before the trade deadline, what is Rob Palenka doing? Oh, Rob Palenka doesn't give a shit about this team. Rob Palenka doesn't care. <laughs> he should have been executive of the year based on this middle, middle of the season trades. I don't know how we finesse these trades. We still have that 2029 pick that apparently everybody wanted. And only, this team could only get better in the offseason. But as of right now, that's my thing with the Lakers. Um, yes. Obviously, a viral clip of Perkins, Kendrick Perkins. Obviously, we know he has takes. Yeah. Was flying and he's definitely living life right now because everybody was clowning his thing the ceiling is the conference finals but now the ceiling is we'll talk about the matchup with the nuggets later but uh the ceiling can be the finals and the championship now no, what are your thoughts ceiling a championship i genuinely think you guys are after the celtics the second best team remaining in my opinion um definitely could win the title for sure and i genuinely think like i yes you were the seventh seed but you were you were no underdog for me, in my opinion. You were, in my opinion, you were fair. Like, I had you guys winning Memphis confidently, and then the Warriors series, for me, it was a 50-50. It was a coin flip, right? It's like there was no like both teams could go through. The thing with the Warriors is, it's funny, like because their strength is three-point shooting, and that's what let them down, right? They, yeah. they did not make enough shots, and then disappointed in Clay for sure. Yeah, except for Game Two where he went off. Game yeah. Six, Clay is now dead. <laughs> no, um, okay. But. Steph, again, shout out to Steph. He did all he could. Obviously, the Lakers' game plan was to make him a playmaker, which he was, and especially in that game, too. Still dropped his 20 points. His percentages were low, but that's what you get when you're contesting he shots heavily. He's like Anthony Davis in terms of the offensive end, where you always got to keep an eye out on him because when Anthony Davis defensively, um, not to make him back to Anthony Davis, but um, he always alters shots, right? We've seen Steph miss easy floaters because of that. But offensively, there's a reason why LeBron left Klay Thompson open for one of the plays I saw on Game 6 and just ran to Steph because he didn't want Steph shooting the ball. So yeah, um, uh, shout-out to Steph for that, for sure. Um, Klay, disappointing for me. Draymond did his thing, a 20-point game. Classic Draymond stats after. But yeah, your thoughts yeah. on the Warriors again? Yeah, so basically, your biggest strength turned out to be your biggest weakness, the reason why you lost. Um, Curry's three-point percentages weren't great as we think they were. Obviously, Clay Thompson was very disappointing other than the one game. I feel like uh, I feel like if Clay didn't even have that one game, I feel like he'll get less backlash because he would, you know, he just had yeah. a bad series. But like the yeah. fact that you produced that one game showed that, like, okay, you're there. You got to do something, but you didn't show up after again, Yeah, which was very... He did say that uh, yeah. it was my dream to play the Lakers because of his dad being uh, Michael Thompson being Well, your Laker dream guy. failed miserably, <laughs> all right? You were so, horrible. Um, another guy, he's a young guy. I understand he had a bad year. Jordan Poole struggled mightily. Defensively, he was a liability. Um, so that lays out a question. I think, I don't know, depending on the dynasty question here, Draymond, I think, is a free agent. Not too sure about that. I but there were rumors is. he wanted to leave, uh, wants to get a higher payday. Bob Myers, their GM, who did an incredible job, is a, supposedly a free agent and could leave. My question to you is, is the Warriors dynasty dead? We have a relative as a massive Warriors fan. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think so, personally. I think Steph Curry's that elite at 35, that shooting capability. Um, if Bob Myers stays, I feel like he'll find a way. If Draymond leaves... He is a valuable piece to that team, so it'll be tough. But if Draymond ends up staying and they promote within if Bob Myers leaves, I still think the Warriors are going to be a playoff team that will be tough out. I'm not going to say they'll win another championship, but they did prove everybody along last year. So 
Got to keep in mind on that, the way they played last year. As long as they're healthy, I still think they're a playoff team. It just depends on what moves they make on the offseason, though. I think definitely they should explore trading Jonathan Kuminga. The value has dropped. They already traded James Wiseman, bringing back Gary Payton on that trade. Should they trade Jordan Poole? Find a way, but that contract's going to be tough at $30 million a year, I believe, starting next year. So, yeah, it's a lot of question marks, but if the right moves are made and Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and hopefully Clay steps up from his injuries were was a big thing last year, but... I still think they're a tough team to beat for sure when you have number 30 on that team. I'll just say this much. Uh, if Draymond's not back, they're not winning a playoff round next year. It's they, funny because... They are not winning a playoff round there, next there year. There is a player in my mind that you're going to laugh that could fit that team perfectly, but he doesn't want to play basketball. So what's the point? Ben Simmons does exactly what Draymond does except shoot the ball on will. But there's no point. I'm not even going to bring it up. I'm not going to get Warriors fans at me. We don't want no Ben Simmons. But the fit is there. The defense, playmaking, everything is there. But, well, I don't, I don't think that's the case. No one's going to trade for that contract. Draymond's a better shooter. Draymond will actually, like, be True. aggressive yeah, on no, the I, I, I'm not disagreeing and with that. I'm just saying that's the type of player they wouldn't yeah, need. Yeah, I know. But it's as simple that's, as this. If Draymond's not there, it's not even about the, it's not even about the player. It's a Because he knows the system. It's a place. And he's he been knows, there. Yeah. He knows his players. He knows when to set the picks. Those screens that Curry and Clay are running around... Sets a screen at perfect time, gets them that split second open. Curry and Clay could release with their quick, with their quick release, get their three off, right? Um, yeah, Draymond is, yeah, he's good. He's old. Uh, they will, I think they will make the playoffs, but I don't think they're winning around if, uh, yeah. if it's just Steph and Clay. I mean, it just depends if like one Clay does return to Clay forms, like even somewhat, not even all the way. Just the shooting, and then uh, two. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, if like he's gonna have he to play, for half the year he's gonna have to play a such a issue, so. yeah, I know, but he's gonna have to play like a yeah. much bigger role than he yeah, was in the sure. champions um, uh, championship year. But yeah, no, for me, I think just to close it out here, I think they should small buy. I guess it depending on it all depends on what happens with Bob Myers as well. It depends on all happens with um, Draymond Green, and we'll see how they replace it. Um, all, right. all right, moving uh, on to the Nuggets. And Suns. Yeah, the Nuggets and Suns series. Nothing, nothing too big for me. Obviously, the two guys that were supposed to carry for the Suns carried, especially Booker, even as a playmaker. CP3, another injury. Um, age is getting to him. DeAndre Aiden got benched for Jock Landale half the time. We saw that viral clip of Game 1. So, if they didn't have a third option, they were going to be out. They did get two games, so, so I was not. I was a little surprised, but not really because they were the home games. D-Book just had to play a next level, and he didn't do that in Game 6, obviously, and neither did Steph, um, Steph uh, Kevin Durant. So for, for the Suns side of things, obviously Monty got fired. I don't think he deserved to be fired, but um, we'll talk about the coaches firing slightly later. But, um, yeah, it was just at the end of the day, the injuries played a factor. DeAndre Eaton just, I think he needs to be in a different setting. And, yeah, D-Book and KD did their thing. They just got to build around them somehow. Okay, for me, DeAndre Payton, I, I disagree with you. It doesn't matter what setting you're in. If you're not showing the effort, you're not playing, And no matter what you are. Right? That's what I'm saying. He needs to be as simple as that. No, it's not even that. I don't care what setting he's in. Right? He's not even making the freaking starting lineup for a China basketball league because he's not showing the effort, all right? As simple as that. No Shanghai Shark or what? Shanghai Sharks won't want him, all right? I feel like the Shanghai Sharks will at least want Dylan Brooks because he shows the passion. I don't see the passion in Aiden. Right? Yeah, no, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's a different simple. setting. Just see if he will show that passion. No, no. It failed with Ben Simmons. Let's see if Andre Aiden fails that. No, it's because fine. Because of what happened last year with the contract issue as well. Bro, okay, as simple as this, bro. 
you're gonna stay a son you're already locked in all right just start playing basketball all right and start playing with your start playing your ass off as simple as that bro i don't want to see you freaking standing out of bounds while nikola Jokic is rebounding getting like three four offensive rebounds all right um simple as this bro sons and the sons were this if kevin durant and devin booker didn't drop a combined points of a minimum of 70 so at least 35 each they're not winning a game and they did that and still couldn't win something. they did that landry and shaman this, had a great game to yeah help them. yeah so they, they did, needed a third or fourth scoring yeah sure. yeah but they did that in a couple games and they lost but like games three and four they were just like extra like devin book was special especially yeah. was extra I just feel like they just ran out of juice. Game yeah. five, they weren't great. Yeah. Game six, no th- that was that was just pathetic. The one thing, six. the one thing is their new owner Matt Ishbia. He reminds me of Jerry Jones. Now slightly already fired Monty Williams, made the Kevin Durant trade. I wonder. I don't know who their next coach is going to be. There are rumors that they're questioning Ty Lue's availability in the, as a Clipper right now. So Matt Ishbia has come in. Obviously a former. I heard he's a former Michigan State player. He's obviously James Jones is still running the show, but I guess not anymore. If it should be as the one who said to make that KD trade and go get um, Monty fired. So we'll see what happens with that. I think, yeah, the Suns will be back. They'll be contenders next year. I won't be surprised. Depends on who, how they replace if Chris Paul gets bought out or traded or if DeAndre Aiden gets traded. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, I'd, Nuggets. First of all, you want to flip the, the yeah, I doubt DeAndre Aiden does get. I doubt he gets traded. Chris Paul could get replaced, but like for Sun, if the I'm the Suns, Kyrie, they were going after Kyrie. Yeah, and yeah. KD but if, yeah, I know. But if if I'm the Suns, I just start worrying about adding depth because you got rid of like yeah. everything there, with the you got two Kevin studs. Durant. You got two studs. At the yeah, end yeah. Of the day, you got Kyrie. rid of everything with the Kevin Durant trade. So like, I just start adding in some you know role players that could just give you a boost off the bench. All right, moving on to the Nuggets. Jokic. Uh, Jokic, Jokic is just an absolute beast. Best center for you? you Best center in the MVP? league. He's physical on and off the court. Matt Ishbia knows that. The Suns owner. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice flop, though. Huh? That was a nice flop. Yeah, the owner's Ishbia. flopping for the Suns. Jokic did a nice little push, but, like, um, yeah, it was it was nothing, though. Like, Yeah. Um, Jokic, again, insane. Jamal played his role well as a second. He had yeah. a bad a second role. Sorry, second option, but played a bad game, too, where... There's a reason why you have Jokic. Aaron Gordon, um, good, great addition, playing his defense well. Um, and he's hitting his shots at times. KCP, I know him as a, obviously through the Lakers, uh, was hitting his threes in that bubble run. Um, of course, he's doing that now. Another guy, your boy, Bruce Brown, that you were high on. You love that pickup by Denver. Oh, yeah, 100%. I love that pickup. Um, so... Yeah, uh, Denver, Mike, Michael Malone is definitely up there in Coach of the Year rankings every year as well for obvious reasons. Um, he definitely deserves recognition of how he handles his lineups. Yeah, yo, yo, again, I don't know how Jokic does it, how athletic, how athletic he looks, yeah. after he t- looks at times, but... Um, yeah, the thing with the the one thing with the Nuggets is the cohesiveness. You added Michael Porter Jr., who's a streaky player at times, especially with his shooting. Um, Jamal Murray came back from injury. They're a, definitely a team that's been together, that plays hard. Um, they have good defense now at times. So yeah, um, I'm not surprised. I was a little surprised. I was obviously I had Suns going to the finals, but obviously, that's not the case. So the Nuggets shut me up on that. But so yeah, I mean, kudos. To the Nuggets, 
you move on to play the Lakers. But anything to add for the Nuggets outside of Jokic being amazing? It just, uh, yeah, Jokic, you're a beast. Jamal, you did your role. MPJ struggled, but he also made some big shots in the fourth yeah. quarter of the both series in my Jeff Green had yeah. a few good plays. I and then the additions of KCP and like Bruce Brown were perfect because they give you the spacing. energy. KCP gives you the spacing. Bruce Brown could obviously knock down a three, but the defense as well because Same last year, Gordon. last year, few years, I feel like they lacked a little bit of a proper bench and also defense. Because well, they had no Jamal. Yeah, well. I know, but like, and still like the role players weren't like you know they weren't great in my opinion especially uh, the roles of Casey Pleat as being a 3 and D guy, which is yeah, excelled, a, such a yeah. good fit. And then Bruce Brown's just energy and defense is just obviously helps right, out. So basically now we're just going to preview the Western Conference Finals, the Lakers versus the Nuggets. I'll let you take the reins on this because it's your team. <laughs> obviously, I'm going Lakers in six. Um, yes, people are going to call me biased. That's fine, but I do have proper reasoning. It's just the wave, the momentum we've been carrying on since that trade deadline, not just the playoffs, not just the play-in game. Um, I genuinely feel that we are the worst matchup the Nuggets could have had because AD will be the one guarding Jokic, and as long as he's healthy and he's on the and he's been showing that he's committed on the defensive end, he will slow down Jokic quite a bit. We've seen it in the bubble, and I understand. Yes, I get. Aaron Gordon is now on that team. It wasn't the bubble team. He was not on that one. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's one of the main reasons. Um, now, the, for me, the X factors are going to be who's going to be that guy outside of Aiden and LeBron. Well, they, obviously, we had different guys in eight. Oh, sorry, in D'Lo and uh, Austin Reeves. Um, sometimes it was Rui Hachimura. We had fourth quarter Lonnie. So that's, that's the big X factor for me. But in terms of the Lakers and six, I, I've, I genuinely believe that is a big possibility. I was more scared of the Warriors than I, w- I am with the Nuggets. But, yeah, um, not saying I'm not scared of the Nuggets at all. I still think it's going to be very, very tough. I hope it's um, close. As an NBA fan, still close games, but I, I think we pull it on in six. Yeah, so at the end of the day, LeBron James, Anthony Davis are just absolute studs. Um for me, the X factor is not even a player. It's just Anthony Davis's health, right? So, like, as long as he's on the floor, you guys always have a chance of winning. Um, but I just, I don't know, I really like this Denver team. I just feel like they're, as a team-wise, you know, they've been together yeah. from the beginning of the yeah, season. No, I agree with that for sure. Um, they, I feel like they're just, the pieces just fit well for me. Like, I just really like how the signings that they made, like we mentioned before, they just all fit well together, so I, I'm gonna predict the uh, Nuggets in seven. No yeah, fair. No, I, I think the ultimate decision making outside of the players will be how Darvin Ham does his adjustments. I know Michael Malone will, so it's that coaching matchup is gonna be fun to watch. Darvin showed that he'll bench some guys. He benched Malik Beasley completely. Jared Vanderbilt was benched for, or taken out of the starting lineup. Obviously, I think he has to go back with Jared Vanderbilt with the big size. So yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. So. Um, so the next thing quickly we want to do before we go into our quick fire topics, the NBA draft lottery is coming up this Thursday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I'll quickly double check. But one fun thing for us to do, grab your phone. Let's run the simulator. Your Raptors are in the lottery. Yeah, they But are. the problem is you only get 1% chance at Victor Wembanyama. So obviously Victor Wembanyama is like the go-to guy in this draft. 
uh, number two and three is supposed to be either Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller from Alabama. So we'll just quickly do our draft lottery here. So I'm on Tankathon. Yep, so NBA Tankathon. Right? Yep. Um, yeah, so Raptors, pray you win. My Canucks didn't, obviously, or Canucks didn't. So let's see if my uh, if we could just get one Banyama somehow. But I doubt it. But at the end of the day, I won't mind a second overall pick, obviously, or a third overall pick, but I doubt that's going to happen either. Yeah, just the odds are so low that you yeah. guys are staying wherever you're staying. So right now, the Raptors are 13th best odds. Right, Detroit, Houston, San Antonio are top three, just no, which is pretty obvious. So yeah. I'm so the draft lottery is actually Tuesday, May 16. Tuesday, May 16. So that was my mistake. Um, according to here, I typed it in, May 16. Um, so good thing we're doing the simulator now. Yeah. Uh, we were gonna do one on uh, later on that day, but so by the next pod, we'll find out who is the winner of the Wembenyama sweepstakes. So Joven, you want to go first? Yeah, set sim lottery. All right, uh, for my sakes, the Raptors still stay at thirteen, but the the top five. Indiana Pacers move up six spots to get the number one overall pick. Number two, the Chicago Bulls move up nine spots to get the second pick. And number three, the Washington Wizards move up five spots to get the third pick. <laughs> you got a hell of a draw. Yeah. You, you use Tankathon, right? <laughs> yeah, use Tankathon. So that okay. means Detroit Pistons, five, the Houston Rockets are six, and the San Antonio Spurs are seven, all dropped four rankings. Okay, so I'm going to cook mine. Same lottery. What happened? <laughs> nine spots moved up. Victor Wembanyama and Luka Doncic, according to this tankathon right um, here, yeah. Brandon Miller is going to the Detroit Pistons, dropping one spot, and Scoot Henderson, according to this draft lottery mock draft, is going to the San Antonio Spurs, staying there. And again, your Raptors day thirteen and getting a guy named Jordan Hawkins from UConn, who had a I think a great. No, no, I like Jordan Hawkins. He's a UConn won the title, and he was one of the main reasons. Okay, but so yeah. yeah, that's the draft lottery. Um, I'll screenshot this. Yeah, I'll keep mine as well. Yeah, the Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton and Victor Wembanyama, according to Tankathon. Yeah, draft lottery simulator, part one. All right, so we're gonna just move to our before we go to the NHL side of things. Let's just do some quick fire. First thing, NHL schedule released. NFL. Um, sorry, NFL schedule released last week. Our Colts, obviously. No surprise had um, zero uh, primetime prime time games, games yeah. obvious reasons. But the fun best thing about this was the videos, and the Chargers did a great job. And I hate to say it, but the Tennessee Titans did a great job. Yeah, Titans so, were pretty fun. One uh, it was a funny video. Those They just went out, and I think the Chargers actually did an anime. And uh, the Titans went out and did ask random people what teams these are, and there were some of any results. So you guys want to check that out. Um, favorite matchup, probably the Super Bowl rematch for me. Um, that's that's going to be good. And then, obviously, for the Colts side of things, for me at least, it will be the rookie head-to-head if Anthony Richardson is playing. Yeah, so Colts for – yeah, it's going to be Colts versus Texans twice this season. So Anthony Richardson, hopefully, if he's playing week one, will versus C.J. Stroud because I'm pretty confident C.J. Stroud will start. I think we also play we'll Carolina. Start. No. Yeah, we do play Carolina so as well. So, like, well. all the rookie matchups, like Houston will be versing Carolina as well, as well as the Colts. So, we'll all have the rookie QBs facing off that went the top three out of the four uh, draft picks. All right. uh, my 
favorite NFL matchup, the one I'm looking forward to most, is the Chiefs versus the Bengals. Reason being, uh, the AFC Championship game had a little controversy, and all the people were just saying, hey, I, uh, refs saved the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. Everyone just uh, Andy Reid taking the MVP of the game, which is a refs and all that, yeah. all the stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm excited to see that one. And obviously, Burrows versus Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes is always fun yeah. to watch. So next thing, so, uh, we're going to go to overseas soccer, Champions League. Semifinals are on. First leg has been completed. The next second leg will be this week on Tuesday and Wednesday. Let's talk the Milan Derby first. 2 nothing Inter. Um, AC was missing Rafa Leo. Do you think AC Milan come back if Rafa Leo is playing? I'm not sure what his injury status is. They do share the same stadium, I believe, the San Siro. So, and there's no away goals rules. Otherwise, I would have said Inter would have won yeah. this. Um, uh AC Milan's defense was just absolutely shocking. That like, yeah. If first, that if if they're game. like that again, there's no chance to win. But obviously with Rafael Leao, how he played against second leg against Napoli was absolutely killer. Yeah. He's the reason why they won. So your final prediction? And I'm gonna go final prediction. Inter Milan win on aggregate four two. I will agree with the res- um, the pick, but I'm gonna go two one Inter. I think AC Milan will win one. So the AC Milan wins 1-0. Oh, I have, have Inter winning 2. Wait, what was it? Well, I had 4-2, right? So 2-0. It'll say 2-2. So it'll be 2-2 second uh, game. Second, this is the big one. Milan, uh, sorry, Real Madrid ties 1-1 at the Bernabeu yeah. against Manchester City. Rival team towards us as United fans, clearly as you're wearing the shirt. Um... We have cousins that are Liverpool fans. We have cousins that are Arsenal fans. So, uh, obviously, there's direct rivals there as well. It's... Madrid cannot be forgotten of what they did last year. Now, I don't know how many of those were return legs that were home. This time, they're going to the Etihad. I'm going to say City pulled this out with another with a one nothing win. Yeah, um, last year when they played City... The return, the second leg was in the Bernabeu. And then, yeah, City had in the bag last year until they didn't because Rodrigo scored two goals at like in, within a minute yeah. to tie it and send it to extra time. But this time, I feel like Erling Holland. It's just simple. That's all I'm going to st- say. He, he got shot down by Rudiger. Yeah, so nah, we'll, we'll see what happens now. And I'm just like, that addition is just so perfect for them is that like, even if he does play, like even if he doesn't play well, it's because just so much attention is on him that people like, uh, De Bruyne, who scored last game, could just pull out the magic that he did with an incredible finish. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. I think City pull it off, but I think it's going to be a 2-1 victory. So, so, okay. so uh, that will be a 3-2 aggregate win for okay. City. So, all right, next thing up, EPL top four race. Uh, Arsenal obviously blew it to Brighton today. Um, pretty much City has it in the bag. you agree? Yeah, City is big. Um, Champions. Arsenal, either if City clinch if they win one more or Arsenal loses one more. But, like, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, City has no big. Top four race. Um, it's between Liverpool, Man United, Newcastle, and Brighton. Yeah. Um, obviously, we just hope Man United don't bottle this. So, um, <laughs> yeah. We're going to stick with them being in the top four. Do you think Liverpool gets in it? Do you think Newcastle falls? Do you, do you think it just stays Newcastle 3-4 with United and okay, Liverpool uh, just miss out? I'm not sure about 3-4, but I still believe that we already know City, Arsenal, 1-2. And do you think, sorry, Brighton will just yeah, miss out ultimately? I think Brighton's missing out. Okay. they got still got City to play as well. Um, 
I think Liverpool will miss out. I I think it's going to stay the same top four. I'm not I'm not sure if like Newcastle or could choke one more game for Man United go to third we place. Can, we can't choke either. But we can't choke either with as Man United. But I believe we only need two more wins to clinch top four out of our three games remaining because we have a game in hand. And then Newcastle is also in the same situation because yeah. we're tied in points. But yeah, some some big news happened. Obviously, a disappointing team in Chelsea. We'll we'll get into the off season a little bit more. Mauricio Pochettino. It looks like he has agreed. So. We'll, we won't get too much into it today, but that, that news came out. Other champs, Napoli, congratulations. You obviously, I was hoping you guys would pull it out in the Champions League, but you guys won the league in Syria. Um, Barcelona actually today, um, at the time of this recording, have won the league as well. Yeah. Um, there's a close race right now between Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. Um, so that, that's it for the soccer for right now. Uh, MLB surprises. Well, MLB season going on, baseball fans, I know there's not many <laughs> that we yeah. know that love baseball as much as we do, but do you have any quick surprises there? Uh, Tampa, Rays? Tampa how, Rays, how good they yeah, were, they're really good. I'm surprised the Blue Jays swept the Atlanta Braves this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I, I don't know how much Pittsburgh have dropped recently. Um, Orioles, I think, are also up there for me. Let's see, just a double check. You could you could talk if you have yeah, any. Um, like, yeah, for, we're a Blue Jays fan, so we like really like how the team is playing right now. They swept Atlanta Braves. Atlanta is like one of the best teams in the MLB. Uh, Baltimore is really yeah, playing well. Baltimore's ahead of the Jays, but yeah. Teams, so and then like there was, um, there were like surprising teams, like teams that are supposed to be like pretty bad, like Arizona, Pittsburgh, Chicago. Pittsburgh have actually, dropped off now. Are actually playing league. well. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh, yeah, they've been on a bad losing streak. Arizona have dropped to second as well. So yeah, uh, I mean, I guess the biggest surprise for me how bad the Yankees are doing after the Aaron Judge signing and how good the Baltimore Orioles have been doing. Obviously, the Tampa Rays record speaks for itself. Yeah. But uh, last thing, also we are big fight fans, boxing. Yeah. Before we get into the classic, I know we don't want to talk too much influencer boxing, but KSI Elbow, before we get into that, there was a big fight this weekend, Haney Lomachenko. Um, we'll talk more about it next pod because it is on Saturday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And But there are rumors, and this is the fight we wanted to watch the most, that I'm, I know your thoughts already, but we, we could dis, uh, disclose it. Terrence Bud Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. It's the biggest fight I think there is in boxing right now. They were talking. I don't know. I think the big impact of them talking directly now is what happened with Tank versus Garcia, Ryan Garcia. So you want obviously you want this fight to happen, right? Yeah, hundred percent. You think it gets happening done quickly, or are you so like just until they're in the ring? Yeah, um, that's when I will believe it. Like there was rumors before that like they had agreed, and then things just fell apart. But like them talking directly gives me a little bit more hope. But at the end of the day. I really want to see this fight, so I'm not going to get my hopes up anything until I see them both walking out. Okay, yeah. And then the last thing, the KSI, Joe Fournier. Um, the reason why we'll just talk about this, Joe Fournier is a 9-0 professional boxer. Um, depends on how you guys believe. There was actually two controversies that happened. I didn't watch this Raleigh Romero fight. I just saw clips on it on, on social media that he was losing a fight, and then the ref did a quick stoppage. So it was a bad weekend for boxing controversies. But KSI, obviously, we're KSI guys. We're fans of KSI. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that we're like, I'm a huge fan, that I don't care if he had won or lost in a full way. That was a forearm. That was an elbow. Yeah. And at least the angles we've seen it. So... For those of you guys who haven't seen it, KSI won by knockout against 9-0 Joe Fournier. But when the replay showed, it was it was a 
forearm to the face. Uh, supposedly, that's what it looked like. Um, personally, I think it should be a no contest. I don't think it was. I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was completely accidental. And in the moment, he was celebrating, believing he thought it was a, his right hook, if I'm not mistaken. But I, th- I don't think. I think everybody knows. Uh, you have, you have to be a hater of him to say he wasn't winning that fight. He was dominating that fight. Obviously, anything could have happened in the later rounds. Um, but I, it's a no contest. If they want to rematch it, run it, sure. But I think he was going to win that fight regardless. It just sucks that that was how, now how it would yeah, go down. that's how it ended, yeah. And right now, the rumors are Tommy Fury. So if yeah. he somehow beats Tommy Fury, which I don't think he will, um, then it, that Jake Paul thing definitely looks bad. But I think KSI now has the potential to be Jake Paul based on what we have seen yeah, slightly no, so far. He's been pretty jacked. He's been pretty good recently in his last couple of fights yes it was forearm obviously but like let's let's be real he was winning and yeah. he was gonna win no matter if it was knockout or decision but rules are rules at the end of the day yeah so rules are rules but at the end of the day we'll i, I don't happens. think a rematch joe happen. is joe is um protesting it. yeah he's but protesting but like yeah we'll see how it goes but i want to see the i'll just see the fury fight fury yeah, versus ksi sure. Uh, right we'll next. see when yeah we'll see when that happens and the last quick fire topic before we transition to the nhl is actually nhl related the draft lottery happened last week. Our boy from Vancouver, who was projected the number one overall pick, the biggest star since McDavid, also named Connor. But Connor Bedard is going to the most likely to the Chicago Blackhawks. For me, this was the second worst scenario. It would have been the worst. It's rigged. <laughs> this is rigged. I don't believe bro. it is, but this is um, rigged. It sucks that with all the controversies Chicago had with the whole Kyle Beach scandal. Um, and then they just lost Patrick Kane, but then get another superstar put in the making. Hopefully, he's a superstar. Um, that they get him. But I think this was the second worst scenario for me, only because if, if Anaheim had won the lottery, they already had Mason McTavish. They had Trevor Zegras, Troy Terry. They got, who was the D guy? Jamie Drysdale. Jamie Drysdale, and you add Connor Bedard to that. That being said, they still had uh, probably Adam Fantilli, who's projecting number two. So either way, Canucks are screwed in the yeah. division. Obviously, um, yeah. Uh, um, the coach. Uh, we won't get into Canucks talk today. We won't get more so in the off season. But um, yeah, just it just sucks that they didn't tank for this guy. And we, yeah, yeah. We, they just better hope they make the playoffs next year at this yeah. point. Yeah, as a Canucks fan, they just messed up the whole season. They couldn't win properly. They couldn't lose properly. And yeah, just a quick touch about the Chicago Blackhawks. It, in my opinion, doesn't feel like they fully got punished for the Kyle Beach situation for those of you don't know you could just look it up it was pretty it's pretty good it's pretty, pretty bad, bad as well yeah so um it just felt like for me they needed to get like draft picks forfeited the punishment wasn't enough like it was just like what well, i'm not sure what it fully was but all i know it wasn't enough and everyone could agree yeah on it, it wasn't enough actually one last quick fire we forgot to mention earlier the coaches nba coaches that were fired your boy nick nurse monty williams yesterday mike Boonholzer. And was there anyone else? Uh, uh, oh, Steven Silas. Um, but that was replaced by Ime Udoka. Quick, who, there were rumors with the Raptors quickly. Just JJ Redick had interviewed, a Denver Nuggets assistant had interviewed. You guys are looking to talk to Becky Hammond. Yeah. Monty Williams is available. You are, I know, have been on the Raptors should rebuild train. Yeah. Depending on which coach, do you think if Monty Williams was the Raptors coach, you guys are gonna are you guys gonna rebuild or are you guys gonna just retool? I mean, and who do you want to be your, the Raptors' next head coach? And we'll get into the more coaching situation in the next pod or sometime in the future. But just as a quick, from a Raptor fan. Yeah, um, 
I want Monty Williams. I like what he did with the Suns. Really helped develop Devin Booker into a superstar. He has helped develop Mikael Bridges to what he is right now. So I feel like we could go any direction with the uh, Monty Williams. But so like if we could get a young guy from the draft, develop him. I feel like that could work. I feel like he'll help develop Scotty as well. Um, but yeah, I'm on rebuild unless there's a superstar available. Because at the end of the day, we're one superstar away, like how we were when we got Kawhi Leonard. But if we're not getting that guy, we're not winning. We're not minority. Yeah. Make, we didn't make playoffs Fred, this year. Yeah. We're not winning a round. Gary Trent's a free agent. And then, Fred's yeah. a free agent. Player options, though. But Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you somehow get Damian Lillard, I'm all in it. But if you don't, I just... I doubt it, personally. Just just blow it up and rebuild. Keep Scotty. That's and a team you should call if you want to trade your pieces away. For yeah. sure, to make Dame happy. All right, now let's talk about the NHL playoffs. We just had one series end today, which was the Vegas and the... Edmonton Oilers. Your pick to the final is out. Yeah, uh, I picked the Oilers to actually make the finals, especially when Colorado got eliminated. But Vegas just seemed to be a little bit too strong for them, I guess. Um, they are Vegas are a really good team. They are a complete team. They, yes, they had issues at goalies, a lot of injuries there. But, I mean, they played well. I feel like 5-on-5, five five, they played well. I feel like they were better than Edmonton. but Defensively especially. Yeah, but the Edmonton power player just absolutely insane they had like record record percentages i believe this year uh in the postseason so yeah um and it doesn't hurt when you have the two best players in the world right now yeah was, this was a funny one for us because like to be honest i didn't pay much attention to the nhl playoffs as much as i should have especially the east games because obviously coming back from work we had two relatives involved in this one of them huge oilers fan one of them is a vegas fan so um I thought it was a, I thought it was gonna be a seven gamer for sure, so I'm surprised Edmonton didn't win at home today. But um, yeah, the, the, Leon Drysaddle obviously played like McDavid level in the play in the playoffs. And McDavid was still. McDavid. And McDavid started off slow in the first series, but he definitely came along the way. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a letdown for Edmonton. Obviously, they haven't done crap with McDavid, which kind of sucks. For him, at least. So hopefully, um, you know, they, actually, as a Canucks fan, I don't hope they go far or anything like that. But but for the sake of, like, the NHL, um, McDavid, they need to def- they definitely have the team around him. Uh, the question is, can they now do this in the playoffs consistently? So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, I still don't understand how our relative is not a bandwagon for a Vegas fan. <laughs> because, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like all Vegas fans are bandwagons, right? Because, like... New team, yeah. New team. Unless you're actually from Vegas and wanted a hockey team. Like, I feel like if if you're a Vegas fan, I feel like you're a bandwagon, but... Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but, Some people just didn't have a team before, yeah, and yeah. they decided to hop on at the time, which kind of makes sense. But, yeah, no, for sure. Congrats, Vegas. But uh, let's see let's see what you do the next round. And then um, obviously we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through this a little bit quicker because I don't think we've watched too much of the NHL. I would say, but yeah, I mean like it's still like what we say. I think I I watched a little bit more I would say than you, but like yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Vegas winning, we'll go see their potential opponent tomorrow. Opponent, we'll find out tomorrow or the games. today as when this this gets released. Hopefully, yeah, today when they get released actually, and then. Uh, 
Yeah, which is, which is between Dallas Stars and the Seattle Kraken. Surprised, didn't expect a seven game. Obviously, maybe you did after them up Seattle upsetting Colorado for sure. But um, yeah, it, Seattle surprised everybody. No one thought they were going to be a playoff team. They were essentially a playoff team from day one based on the standings. Yes, they fell from the division to the wild card. But um, so then obviously once they clinched the wild card, got to the uh, the playoff first round against Colorado, obviously they went crazy there. Grubauer had the series of his life. And then now against even Dallas, they had like big wins. Um, yeah, and a lot of this was also without Jared McCann. Yeah. After that brutal hit by Kale McCarr. But Seattle surprised a lot of people. I thought them even just making... Even them, let's just say they lost in six in the first round was a big thing. But uh, yeah, uh, kudos to Seattle for sure. Yeah, to um, Seattle first for me. We still uh, gotta make our predictions. Okay? Yeah, it's for, not even over yet. But yeah, it's not over. But for Game Seven, it just for me it just depends on the play of Jake Onger. He's been pretty up and down this series, but when he's been good, Dallas is gonna. If he's good, Dallas is winning. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, no, I agree. I just think, you know, you got the ageless wonder and Joe Pavelski. Yeah. Comes back for goals and still somehow loses, which is funny because the next day, um, not huge. Dry side. Dry side did the same thing. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think if it's on Ottinger. Uh, I think Dallas, both teams are well coached for sure, at least the series. So, but, you know, Seattle went into Colorado and upset them. So can, are they going to do this Dallas? I won't be surprised. But if I'm going with a prediction, I, I think Dallas will close it out in regulation. I don't think they'll go to overtime either. It might be a feisty start. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So if, I have Dallas winning this, ultimately going against Vegas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So same, I have Dallas too. I was really high on Dallas from the beginning. I also kind of want Dallas to win because I don't want, as a Canucks fan, two expansion teams going one of each of them going to the final. Yeah. And I think the best chance to take out Vegas might be Dallas. But again, it could be wrong. Seattle upset, potentially could upset two. Yeah, you never teams. know. So, like, uh, basically, I'm going with Dallas. Uh, game seven, I think Jake Andre will play a good game, and I think Dallas will win. I was pretty high on Dallas from the beginning. So, All right, yeah. there's no point going over that because we don't know what the true result is. So, we'll, we'll cover the Western Conference final matchup next time. Um, but we'll, we'll head over to the East. Uh, we'll, want to start off with Toronto, or do you want to start off with Jersey? Uh, I love laughing at Toronto. <laughs> so, uh, Toronto it is. Uh, congratulations, Toronto. You got out of the first round. But Accomplished did nothing. not do nothing because this was your best chance to go far. Because me and you were having this conversation before we started the podcast that I'm like, if Toronto does get out, out of the series against Tampa, I think they had a potential to make it to the final, even if they hit, played Boston. And you were obviously disagreed with that. Guess what? They didn't even need to play Boston. They wanted Florida. We wanted Florida. Guess what? Florida kicked your ass. So, um, to be honest, like, it's not uh, very, very disappointing from the big four. Actually, William Nylander was decent, but, like, Mitch Marner, disappointing again in the playoffs, I believe, from what I've seen. Austin Matthews didn't go into that killer mode. Like he was last like year. Like he yeah. was in the last series, especially, too, with Tampa when, when those crucial comeback wins. Um, I thought their goaltending would have been the biggest issue, but for me, it wasn't. In the first round, it definitely showed the additions of Luke Shen, our boy from Vancouver, uh, and uh, Ryan O'Reilly were huge. That that's what led them to there. That's what had me scared that they would beat Florida as well, even Boston, that they would get to the next round. But no, um, they just were a letdown. They, I mean, 
I wish they didn't get that win. I wish it was a sweep so we could have still made fun of them for having the same amount of second round wins as the Canucks this year. But obviously that that wasn't the case. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's an improvement. But at the end of the day, like you have an expectation and you've not been living up to it. They are a cup contender on paper. On yeah, paper. they are. But on like paper. on paper, they are. But like at the end of the day, you got to play, play the game to win and you're yeah. not winning morgan riley i was impressed with though yeah he uh, had, i'll give him that morgan he was good riley, in, i was impressed with he was good in the tampa bay series got, even this series he did pretty yeah well. he got a few goals in the tampa series which was pretty clutch but yeah um speaking of florida though what yeah. a run what a run um still continuing yeah um no one expected to even win the series let alone even win a game i think matthew kachuk himself was like they will be lucky to not get swept i believe no it wasn't that but i think he's like you got to be perfect to win yeah one game let alone four or something yeah, like along so those lines he's been i guess obviously one of the uh, him, him and dry have been like probably the player of the playoffs for me for and sure. then also rupe hints as rupe well Hintz was up there um but yeah florida florida we were obviously having a conversation with a relative that they were well coached and i obviously they weren't at the they were my disappointing team to now exceeding expectations not even exceeding i would say they're meeting up to exceeding expectations for me um matthew kachuk has been on another level obviously an mvp can heart trophy candidate has just recently announced uh, did not expect that i didn't think he was at that stud of a player proved me wrong for sure um yeah uh wasn't surprised that they beat Toronto after if you beat Boston you have the potential of beating Toronto yeah I didn't think it was going to be like this uh yeah and then yeah that's um, off to them for me like it was like they lacked goaltending for me and like yes they signed Bur- Bobrovsky for that big deal yeah, he's playing to but that. like he's it's finally the classic playing it's that wave and he's at the top again yeah, yeah. Bobrovsky's like turned back the clock he's at his that prime. Washington capital series when Grubauer started but then like Hope he came Hopey in. came in and finished and it off. And Hope like was and great. I, for you know that's the team I'm rooting for. I hope Florida pulls it out all the way. Yeah, um, same. Personally, but yeah, no. Flor- uh, there's not much to say uh, for me except they exceeded what they were supposed to as the season went on. Paul Maurice did a good job, great job actually in the playoffs. But yeah, um, and all right. Moving so on to the next round. No, not next round. We'll sorry, go no, sorry. We'll go back we'll go to Toronto. Go. What what should we do? What should Toronto do? That's Toronto? the big thing. Everybody Toronto, thought if they had lost. Sorry? Toronto's a fire freaking the coach. Yeah. They, I think Dubis I think Dubis is a free agent and he's gonna probably get picked up by like someone like Pittsburgh who who have an opening. But yeah, I think like I said, coaches are easily expendable in uh, in these professional leagues. We've seen it in the NBA. I think Sheldon Keefe is gonna get fired. Do they trade one of the big four? And if if so, is it probably gonna be William Nylander? Because I don't see John Taveras getting traded because of his age and contract. At the end of the day, Matthews is your superstar player, and I don't know about Mitch Marner. I, I don't know. I mean, they're a type of team that might keep it together because they actually won a series. Only but thing, the problem only is, change I think I could see happening is maybe Keith getting fired. I think the change. I don't know if the player gets traded. Obviously, they won a series, like you said. But the problem was, they weren't playing Boston. People would have would have been like, "Oh yeah, they're, they're being the best. They're going as the best regular season team of all time." But they we're playing Florida, so I don't know. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think Keefe's gone. I think Dubas could be gone, might not renew. Um, in terms of the players, I think the most expendable one is William Nylander. But he's funny thing is he's probably was, has been the best and most consistent out of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, let's, let's probably stop talking about Toronto because the sports networks already talk about him too much. <laughs> yeah, true. So, let's go on to Carolina and uh, New Jersey. And uh, one comment dud. I'm going to say dud. right now dud. is, yeah, it's dud. But, like... 
apart from one game, which was game five, every game was a blowout. And I don't think there's much to say about this series. Is that like Carolina are just, just the better team? Rob Brindamore is not talked about enough, in my opinion, as one of the elite coaches in this league. We talk about John Cooper, Jared Bednar a lot. Obviously, Rod Rod is has done an exceptional job. They have injuries. Max yeah. Pacioretty. They have injured Andrei Svechnikov. I don't know if Teravainen's back or not. He's he, still, I don't know, but he got injured. At he the got end injured, day. and they got through. I had Islanders actually winning that series because of the injuries. Yeah, I did not. I assumed they would have played the Rangers, so I'm not surprised too much with this. But, hey, for um, give credit where it's due. It's going to be a tough out next round when they play, when we talk about, the uh, when we talk about shortly about the preview of the Eastern Conference playoffs. But Carolina... Uh, is that just just that team? That's just like a boring team that does well. Like, uh, but they, get, they have nothing appealing for me to watch them. And obviously, again, I haven't watched much hockey throughout the year, let alone Carolina hockey to be exact. But yeah, for like they get a lot of production from the D man. Like Brent Burns, turn back the clock a little bit. Jacob Slavin. Uh, Jacob Slavin's obviously a beast. Shane got Spitzfair. They Scott got added Dog. on, and he is a good offensive defenseman. But like they get really good production, like points wise, yeah. from their defenseman, which is like obviously killer and then obviously if you have like forwards like Aho and there's, there's this uh, I think it was Martinuk who was really killer in the yeah, Devil heard, Series yeah and then yeah um so let's just preview Jersey, New Jersey quickly oh yeah, yeah. We'll, call, we'll talk Devils first um young team great experience obviously um Jack Luke Hughes had to come in and play obviously their goaltending let them down a lot Akira Schmidt carried them in the first round and uh, yeah, uh, I think they'll be back next year. They definitely made a run. I didn't think they were going to beat the Rangers, but I wasn't surprised they did. So yeah, uh, kudos to Jersey. Uh, hopefully you guys come back in next year because you guys definitely have the potential with all they the young guns. They should come back next year. I yeah. mean, there's nothing for Just state, fix your goaltending, I guess. Yeah, for, try to fix your goaltending unless if Kier Schmidt could be, develop into that guy. Um, at the end of the day, um, you're young, you'll be back nothing to stay bad about you yeah. just uh we'll wait till next year if you screw up or do good again yeah and then yeah let's go so preview. carolina versus florida for me a, this is a very tough one for me because i don't know which way to go florida has the power high power offense carolina has the well-coached defense for me there's two players on florida that have to play well obviously one being sergey bobrovsky uh for me their x factor on the forward side is carter verhage he's been pretty solid throughout the playoffs he's been very involved and of course Kachuk has to do Kachuk and then things. yeah I mean I'm expecting Kachuk to do Kachuk things at the end of the day but honestly if I see Bobrovsky playing like this I think Florida takes it in six wow um yeah I mean Carolina's goaltending has been questionable a little bit it's, they have good goalies it was anti Ronta, it was Freddie Anderson so it, yeah. it depends um I, I want to see Florida win I really really do even with these injuries, I'm gonna give Carolina the edge in six. Personally, yeah, um, I I can't. I, I I'm not gonna go against Rod Brindamore. I I I think he's done an exceptional job coaching this team. And again, I have not played ice hockey, so I don't know the X's and O's as crazy as it is. I'm just going strictly based through the eye test of what I've seen throughout these playoffs, and what I've been um, listening to like the experts say. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Carolina here in six. Um, and yeah, I mean that's pretty much. I it mean, that's me. pretty fair. It's fair. Like X factors again will be like you said. I agree with you with the Florida side of things, and then the goaltending in uh, in Carolina. For yeah, me. I think Freddie Anderson could have a big series too, but I just feel like Bobrovsky will outplay whoever 
your goals in that because for me the question for their goalies is because I'm not questioning that they're like ability I'm questioning that like they're always like switching which I don't understand so like first series was Ranta second series was Anderson so I'm not like I'm not confident who's their goalie who's their number one and I'm not even sure like I don't know if that's going to affect the players or not at the end of the day you have two goalies right I'm yeah. pretty sure one wants to play and one wants to be the guy and I, in my opinion it is Freddie Anderson and I think he will play in the conference yeah. semis I mean conference finals and yeah all right we'll quickly wrap up by going over the first round matchups just quickly because we need to talk about two teams for sure um let's start off in the east we might as well stay let's go rangers they fired gerard glant i agree with that right yeah. now um i think they're disappointed with the additions i understand ad- adding players like tarasenko and kane can um take time but you guys were up 2-0 away um you guys were away in Jersey, and you were up 2-0. So I think that was definitely disappointing. They were then lose three in a row, and then ended up getting... Uh, sh- I don't know if they got shut out, but they got... Was there a shutout in Game 7? Uh, I'm not too sure, but... Uh, I believe it was 4-0 in Game 7. Yeah, they lost in Game 7. So uh, I'm disappointed in the Rangers. They were my pick to the final. Same, yeah, they um, were. So, yeah, go, uh, the rumors are Joel Quenwell. I don't know if he'll get cleared with the whole, like I said, the Kyle Beach situation. So if he gets cleared, at the end of the day... Whatever, uh, I'm not going to go into the... This is not nothing to do with the whole what's right, wrong side of things. If it's strictly hockey coaching, Quenville has proven it, that he's a great coach. He was doing it with Florida before he got fired. Um, he obviously has won three cups, so he knows what he's doing. I don't know who, who will be, if he is going to be allowed. So that's my take on uh, the Rangers. I think they should... Uh, Kane's a free agent, so we'll see what happens. But. Yeah. Uh, well, at the end of the day, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But like at the end of the day, if I were to keep it short, it just... I was pretty disappointed in the Rangers. And then, yeah, that's all I have to say. So let's just move on to the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's funny thing with this series was they were better this year than they were last year. Yeah, I agree. So disappointing. Vasilev- I mean, I guess playing three years in the finals get uh, finally takes a toll. Um, Vasilevsky was a letdown this year for sure. Normal, I think he was still the be- I think he's still the best goalie when he, he's at the top of his game. But obviously that wasn't this year, this year and this series. Um, definitely disappointing. They blew the leads. They should have knocked out Toronto in the first round, which was what sort of hilarious, and we would have loved that. But yeah, they were just disappointing. But they deserve to be that first round exit. I mean, in terms of like rest wise, because they have made it to the final. But yeah, uh, let's yeah, see what they do um, next year. Yeah, I mean, on paper, in my opinion, the Leafs were better. So I felt like I, this year I actually felt confident picking the Leafs for the first time in forever. I still went Tampa and so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just really like how like the Leafs were on paper compared to Tampa Bay yeah. because they did lose a lot of people. And yeah, I'm... Um, on the West? No, no, we got oh. we got the Islanders Oh, still, sorry, yeah, yeah Islanders. <laughs> Vancouver's boy, Bo Horvat. Well, I ain't gonna any, go... Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, sorry. Ex-boy, I meant to say. Obviously, like me personally, I still like Bo Horvat. I have nothing against him. I don't think it was... He requested a trade. I think, obviously, co- contract situations, he chose JT Miller. But that's not the case. He he let a dud. I think the big reason... I think the Islanders are the Canucks of the West. They're the middle pack. Calorie space hell. Calorie... Ca- sorry. Salary cap hell. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, uh, people... Obviously, he had a great bubble run with the Canucks. Did not carry over in the playoffs when, the, when it mattered. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely thought they would have beaten the Canes so I don't know it was still expected but at the same time uh, it was just no nah, for me simple like how we did like for the NBA teams in the first round I'm just gonna say one word the L was expected Carolina is just a much better team yeah with the injuries or not I don't know I generally don't know how Islanders would win I, I did not know 
how Islanders would win this game. I'm surprised it even went to six, but yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't we'll surprised leave, it was six, but yeah, I, I we'll leave we'll leave the we'll leave the last East team for now, and we'll move to the West, and we'll go start off with the Minnesota Wild. I thought they were gonna win the series. I definitely am disappointed. I thought this was an easy seven gamer, but I'm not surprised. I, I am a little surprised, but at the same time, I'm not. Uh, Capri is off biggest letdown. This series was a no show. He was supposed to be their guy. Um, yeah, that's about it. It was just, again, another disappointing, uh, I think, letdown. Obviously, game, Philip Gustafson and the Mark Andre Fleury, I think you'll get into it slightly. Um, didn't understand that. You you put Fleury in and then you don't put him in. Like, I, I just, yeah, it was yeah, kind of weird. Um, I mean, they won game one with Gustafson, lost game two with Fleury. Um, I'm not, like, because they had Joel Erickson injured, so it was, like, a big loss for them. Yeah. But... But I'm not I'm not disappointed like completely compared to what's going to come up soon but I would just say that I was like little let down of how it ended like how they got like lost three in a row to end the series when you're up yeah. to one uh next up we'll go with the LA Kings young team obviously I did not think they would have been the Oilers but I expected it to be how it went so it just it just meant what I thought was a series yeah, nothing I mean, more young team got experienced even more but that's yeah, about it for me I mean Additional Corpusal I liked. He played well in the series as well. And then uh eventually yeah. David I mean they'll be back next year again. Yeah. So that's what it is. Uh and then who else are we missing? Colorado. Let's might as well just go there. Uh, go Colorado. Uh missing Gabriel Landeskog. Uh, definitely disappointed. I think they were the still a much better team. Kale McCarr dirty hit, cost them the game that they lost that he was suspended in. Um McKinnon showed up. No, no, out. I believe they won that. Did Seattle win game five? or? I think Seattle won game five. Seattle won game five, and I think that's when the hit was. Well, I'll double check, but you could talk. Yeah, I think Seattle won game five, and the hit was in the game five. So I believe McCarr got suspended for game six. And I believe they won game six. So they were down 3-2 in the series. I mean, at the end of the day, hats off to Seattle. But Colorado, even if Landis Clark was injured... I don't know how you lost that series. I don't know game how you game. lost the series. It's as simple as that. I'm just keep it short. Game five, Seattle won. Game six, Colorado won. Yeah, so I think. Um, and Seattle ended up winning game seven. Yeah, so yeah, just simply you disappointed, let down. Even without Landeskog or with Landeskog, I still expect you to win the series, and like, and you didn't. So sucks uh, to suck. <laughs> last Western Conference team before we go to the final East team, uh, Winnipeg Jets. Expected. Expected, uh, yeah. Nothing. Injuries, they're old. Or yeah, they had... I don't know what's going to happen with their off-season because they have guys rem- one year remaining, I believe, on the contract, which we'll deal with in the off-season. Yeah, they had good expected guys. expected to me, nothing. I'm Surprised not they won game one. Yeah, yeah they won game uh, one. In Vegas, but 4-1 was expected for me. Oh, uh, yeah, um, I agree. Uh, They had good games, though. Like They were close in game one, two, and three, but once Morrissey went down and Shifley went down, it was over. Yeah. Yeah, so... Lost uh, all right, greatest regular team in history. Followed the trend of the other greatest teams in their respective sports. Um, not winning the cup, but this is even more disappointing. Blew a 3-1 lead in the first round to an eighth seed Florida Panthers. Bergeron missed a bit, but I don't think that should have been a big factor. They were up 3-1 without him, I'm pretty sure. They were up 3-1 without him. Okay. Or 2-1 so at least. Bergeron's fault is what you're saying. Nah. <laughs> they, they were just bad. Um, what was your dis- what quickly? What was your um, your decision on going with Jeremy Swayman and Net in Game Seven and on Linus Olmark? Olmark did struggle, and Swayman did play well in Game Seven. So I I didn't I didn't hate it. At the end of the day, yeah, they made the right decision. Um, 
what I'm gonna say is quickly is that these guys are the biggest disappointment in this disappointment in the sports season this year. Um, it's clear as day. How do you, I don't know understand how you go from being that dominant to that bad in a pretty quickly I would say. You had home ice throughout the whole playoffs, but you didn't even get past the first round. You were up three one, lost to the Florida Panthers, whose star player said himself that it's gonna be hard to beat you guys and probably like showed showed didn't show enough belief to beat you guys because he's saying guys hard to be perfect to beat you guys and I guess you let him be perfect for four games. Yeah. Somehow. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know how, I guess the rookie head coach as well. I think, I don't know if he coached in the NHL before. I, I, that, I could be wrong. Maybe the spotlight's probably got to him, nah, but I mean, there's no excuse. I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm pretty sure he was there last year, but I'm not sure. As an assistant, I believe, but I'm not sure if he was the head coach. Yeah, we're, like, we're head probably coach. wrong about this, but, but <laughs> yeah. But that. yeah, uh, I agree with you. I think this was definitely the biggest disappointment. But anything else before we close it out? No, nothing. Uh, so yeah, this 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 marks the end of our first ever pod. Did well, first pod done. Yeah, and uh, I'll let you tell them what the viewers watching should be doing. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much it. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Follow our socials. Comment anything that you disagree with us, you agree with us, anything we've missed, anything we've got wrong. We're open for the criticism. And uh, yeah, we'll guy we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.